Okay, so. Oh, dog. You shut up. Okay. Great segment. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a hot start. And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So I feel like it might have got set up last week, you guys Set up? Yeah uh, I don't know, Trevor, you went not through the same scammed. Ex- Not scammed, but set up uh, our, our friend Dan, who's been on the podcast this year uh, invited me to uh, Skype into his class to do some, he told me, uh, you know, it's it's sort of like a career class, you know, so I want you to talk about being a lawyer and, you know, what type of education you need and what a career in law looks like. I'm like, sounds good. And I heard, Trevor, you did this, you, you Skyped into the class the week before? Yeah, I Skyped in as being a teacher, which was a little weird because they have 40 teachers at their school, but... <laughs> Whatever you know, <laughs> you're an engaging personality, and you know. Well, Dan was like a hype man. He's like Trevor. You're also really good at sports. I'm like Dan. I'm not. <laughs> Once you play against people who aren't from Dauphin, you realize <laughs> that, that you're like so bad it hurts inside. <laughs> but yes, okay. Well, but I he think... was very positive. He was he was a hype man. You're you're he was he made me feel good about myself. Oh, good. Because I didn't feel good coming away from it. Because, oh. you know, he got a, some of the obligatory law questions out of the way. And then we got into what he really wanted to talk about. Now, Carter, tell the kids about how you write everything down that you did everything every day. <laughs> tell us about this life log of yours. I'm like, you're setting you me got, up, Dad. You just brought me on to make fun of me. <laughs> you got life log played. I did. Tell me about it. Is this going to make the life log, Carter? Now, I hear you don't talk about bad things. Is that true? <laughs> so, <laughs> I had to explain the life amazing. log to a bunch of Dan, high schoolers. He please. set me up. He didn't want to talk about careers. He wanted to make fun of me. That's so funny, though. You got totally ambushed. Was yeah, he asked me some weird classroom question. setting, or was it too 30 screens staring back at you uh it was me staring into the classroom of all the kids okay yeah were they a little bit lifeless picture all that yeah well they're the same as any other high school i've spoken in front of (laughs) yeah dan dan is like the happiest guy in the room yeah yeah (laughs) and you know what it did make the life log i made life log 2.0 the podcast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that answers your questions, Dad. <laughs> Got set up. I'll put it right on the spot. I was ready for all the, the legal questions. Not so much about the embarrassing facts about myself. Yeah, no, he uh, he was asking me some strange stuff after about the first 10 minutes. And he was like, he was asking me about like, what was the, I can't remember what it was. It's like, like, what is money to you, Trevor? I was like, <laughs> and then I went on this huge philosophical rant about how money's freedom, and most of you are gonna like be 
in debt your entire life and live miserable lives that you hate. <laughs> and then like the EA in the background looked really depressed. It was, it was I went on a huge like you would think I was on acid, like on a ledge talking to a bunch Aww. of kids. Well, it, it was pretty I was pretty mad, I think. The EA only thing she asked me is how do you afford to do this? It doesn't add up. Like, you're on to me. You're on to me. <laughs> Got that oil money. <laughs> that, was, that was her only question. She was not pleased with me at all. <laughs> she was very skeptical. Skeptical. Is that even a word? Yes, yeah, skeptical. That's a word. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Skeptic. Skeptical. You know when you say a word and it doesn't sound like a word? Yeah. I just had one of those seizures. Mm, no, it never happened to me before. <laughs> <laughs> so what else you got for us, Carter? You got some... I don't know. I'm, I'm just workshopping a segment here. You're just, you're just working your bits like you're going down to the comedy store? Yeah. So you're opening tabs right now? You're. Uh, yeah, you're no, I... I, I, I I tried workshopping this one earlier today, but just didn't really work out. But it's a new weekly segment I'd like to present called, Did That Happen? Ooh. Ooh. This is like Seinfeld 2.0. Okay, what did what happen, Carter? Jesse Ventura. Did that happen? <laughs> Jesse the Body Ventura. You know, famous WWF wrestler in the 80s. Not famous enough to have a wine of himself, but, you know, he was governor of Minnesota, a serious That was a state. fun time. That was kind of like action hero America, because it was Arnold and Jesse. He was pre Arnold. Like he was pre Arnold there. He yeah, was, but from... it was all in that. It was it was exciting times when it was just like I think the 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 totally unqualified people paved the way for the idiot we have now in some <laughs> exactly. ways. It was like it was like wait wait you could be you, he could be a senator. Oh, he could be president. Then <laughs> it was just like. But, like, he ran as an independent, too. He wasn't Republican. He wasn't Democrat. He beat those guys. <laughs> like, what? And everyone's got a bumper sticker and T-shirt saying, my governor could beat up your governor. And then I guess California's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> we don't have the uh, the fourth main guy in Predator. We got the star of Predator as our governor. What are you going to do? Only one that? of us killed the Predator. <laughs> yes. Jesse. One got killed by the Predator and one killed <laughs> and the one Predator. Killed the pre- and then the DeAndre, Apex Predator. And then DeAndre Hopkins runs for president. <laughs> so I want to bring something back while we're on the political vibes here. A segment Brent brought in episode 95 from very early 2013. Of course. Uh, Barack Obama had just won. And um, people like Glenn Beck said half of America were utterly and completely lost in darkness. So, Brent, can you remember what Glenn Beck's grand scheme plan was? How he was going to counter left-wing America? Candles? Independence, USA. His own $2 billion town where people can, you know, use farming equipment. And he'd have his studio there to, you know, shoot his show on the blaze. And it was just, you know... (laughs) <laughs> whiteies only basically we're gonna wear denim we're gonna be white we're gonna pretend to be farmers and we're gonna live in main street usa in disney world you know it's like disneyland for farmers exactly 
Because do you know like Walt Disney, like Epcot, experimental prototype city of the, of tomorrow? Like it was real mm-hmm. like town it was supposed to be, but Walt died and got bastardized with uh, Finding Nemo rides. You know, <laughs> but uh, Glenn Beck was is a true visionary. He's he's Walt Disney incarnate. Um, and so he was going to start Independence USA there. I do remember this. And here we are, like seven and a half years later. Whatever happened to Independence USA? Whatever happened? So, yeah, um, it was going to be a sustainable community, produce its own food and energy, produce television and film content, host research and development, and serve as a marketplace for products and ideas, while also hosting a theme park and residential community. (laughs) I just love the theme park aspect of it there. So he announced American Dream Labs. That was the the production company that was going to start all this. And, you know, they also got involved in a stop-motion family program called History House, as well as a scripted drama about Nikolai Tesla and Thomas Edison. (laughs) (laughs) So a couple years go by. It's 2015. Beck hosted a Keys to the Kingdom event at his Texas studio where for $5,000 a plate, he'd give you the inside scoop of what's happening there. And it's basically just like, here's my claymation show. And everyone's like, where's the sustainable town? <laughs> and uh, Beck said that God had absolute miracles in store for them and prepare for success beyond our wildest imagination. Get ready for big things with American Dream Labs in 2016, he promised. So this is sort of an anti-right-wing website I'm reading, and they're just laughing at him and saying like, Oh, grand, grandiose proclamations, grand intentions. None of this ever happened. Who would have guessed that uh, building a utopia the size of an entire city would end in such horrible fashion? This was done in 2016. What do you think happened? <laughs> Why build one town when you can build the whole country? Yeah. <laughs> Vex vision, man. So that this, this anti-right-wing site... Uh, it's, it's you know it's nice being smug, but when but when they're running the show, the whole country turned into Independence USA. But yeah, that was a really good segment Brett had. I was really wondering what happened. So a stop motion TV show almost got produced, like a claymation show. Great. Oh man, I totally forgot about that stupid idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. A lot of people did. <laughs> While the Bernie Bros, I guess, were making fun of it on podcasts, they were running a misinformation campaigns to steal the presidency. Mm. Now he's laughing. <laughs> there. That sounds like a robot's having a seizure. Yeah. Yeah. This just might not work for me. Oh, that sounds good. What's this? It's just, I don't know, there's something weird with my connection. Maybe that'll be better for a while. Yeah, it just sounds like you're drunk and slurring. (laughs) (laughs) He's not saying he's sober. (laughs) Yeah, that's not good. We'd get an email to Carter at herecomesomewisdom.com. Is Brent okay? Is he Brent, has he turned to the have... bottle in lockdown? Mm-hmm. Maybe. 
What times? You know, one of the biggest tragedies, uh, I, I, I think, is uh, this, I, I missed. This is it. <laughs> is I missed. Should we, should we record? I'm recording, yes. yes. Oh, wait. Okay, so yeah. what a, what one, a terrible time. Yeah. And one of the biggest strategi- st- tragedies is I missed our 10 year anniversary of our first recording of our practice episode. Oh, that's not real. Practice is an official. Yeah, October 11th, 2010 was the first time we got together with Jamie and recorded. Our, our first episode launched February 16th, 2011. So I was thinking for that one year anniversary to put up the original practice episode unedited, where like we're focused on like a Chicago Bears game from 2010 way too much. No, no, no. So thinking about putting that up. But yeah, no, the history of the podcast goes back to July 4th, 2008, where we went to Boston Pizza and, and came up with the idea that we should start our own podcast like many people do. But Yeah, but they weren't thinking that in 2008. No, no, nowadays they're <laughs> thinking that. I know, in 2020. There was like just ESPN podcasts in like... Oh, pretty much. And tech technology people. Yeah, Those no, are exactly. The... Yeah, tech and like, uh, there, there's a comic book podcast uh, I listen to because that the guy who was running it is huge into tech and listened to a tech podcast. That was podcasting when we started. You were either you were either ESPN or you were like Mac News or some spinoff of Mac News. Yeah, people <laughs> who know things about Macs. And that was all of podcasting. And then I guess, oh, uh, yeah, dude, was the first real comedy freeform conversation podcast, yep. really. But, they they created yeah. it. And when I went to uh, the log to sort of to nail down that date, I came across something that I completely forgot about. Uh-oh. August 18th, 20, 2010, podcast meeting. With Trevor and Brent at the Pony Corral on Pamina. Oh, got wait, it's not done. <laughs> got nachos and cheesy crab bread. <laughs> I remember it. John Hopkins and Mitch Careful were there too. Just so happened to be they weren't part of the podcast. I, I remember exactly where we were. Yeah, we were like on the main floor, right? Yeah, and so on like a. Windows. Yeah. And on like a long back. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember that. Yeah. That's where it all started, man. Like, yeah. But we, we've crossed the halfway point. Point Corral. Yeah. We've many, many good things. So I think we've uh, crossed the halfway point, though, because, you know, part of the uh, Agenda 2030, I, I didn't see on the UN's website that they were going to be allowing podcasts to continue. So. I think we're at the halfway point. <laughs> Have you? Poor Justin Trudeau says the the word the Great Reset on that Global News interview, and uh, and then all the conspiracy theorists are like, he, he admitted it, he admitted it. <laughs> Have you like looked into those conspiracy theories at all? No, I'm for them. Honestly, let it happen. Well, like. The goal number one of Agenda 2030 is uh, to, to eliminate world poverty. <laughs> Damn them. Yes. By taking away my personal property, likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sharing it. 
Yeah. Is your PlayStation going to feed people? <laughs> well, you know, what what, no, what, cons- what, yeah. what do we know about... Conspiracy is just run by Twitter. Just too much. Seems like what people yelling at each other. Yeah. And that's all. Is there anything to really follow? No, no. And it's it's just common sense. It's like, so all the political leaders are in on this. And what do, yeah. you know, most politicians have in common? They have an affinity for power. Do you and, fo- and what's the plan? Yeah. Give yeah. it all up. <laughs> do you follow these, Carter? Like, no, like, but when, when I see them, I... Yeah, when I see them, I, I try to dive in to make sense, to see, you know, like, why do some people think this is plausible? And I, I can mm. never really get to... You know, what would it take you just point. to people braying, screaming at each other, and then maybe shooting their YouTube channels? That, that's the thing. I'm always looking for something to read, but I, I think that's mm-hmm. where I'm going wrong, is i got to be watching something. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's all explained on YouTube there. That's where free I'm press, out. man. YouTube is the new printing press. <laughs> the great ideas. Through the great minds go to flourish. Yeah, and... And so great that uh, these are these are ad revenue supported as well. You know, you need to make a buck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it seems like everybody on YouTube gets mad because YouTube stops giving them money eventually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I, even when Link and I watch this guy open Pokemon card packs every now and then, like he stopped opening Pokemon card packs and started crying to his like uh, prepubescent <laughs> audience about the algorithms. <laughs> And how the Pokemon card community was being shut out <laughs> from the sweet, sweet cash. Wow. Like, yes, this is what your audience wants. Shut up, dummy. Open those packs that are worth $500. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if that's what you're banking on for life, like that's the plan. Uh, this guy's, this guy's is a lawyer in texas but he's he's since retired because well, he's then, making that sweet sweet pokemon card pack of opening money yes yeah, so he's a tree he's trash just go to work <laughs> have fun on youtube make a little bit of money it's great that you can make some bucks off your 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 little side project but i think uh, though uh since those packs are legitimately worth 500 dollars each i don't know how much profit is being made when you open 10 of those <laughs> in an episode <laughs> Oh, that's right. He was losing money to begin with, we calculated, right? <laughs> I think right? so. I think so. Yeah. And yeah, those, making, num- like those figures made bucks a little... or something. Yeah, those figures were a little bit off, I think. I think, uh, you know, for people with millions of subscribers, they made like 86000 a year or something. I think it's a little bit higher than that. But I don't know. Then they go switch the algorithms on the community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of want to do like on YouTube. I always want to do like reviews of products that I just love, because there's always like weird, obscure things I find that I either love or hate, and you can never find anything about them online normally. I feel like that's if I had a YouTube mm-hmm. channel and I wasn't trying to make money off of it, and I just was gonna do something. I would just review anything that I liked. Yeah, and that's and like that's 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 what YouTube's good for. Like Janelle wants to buy these specific Christmas lights. For next year, and it seems way too good to be true, and yep. so uh, you know, go somewhere independent, see what you know. John Smith reviewing them, what they actually look like in person, you know, kind of thing. Like these suck; <laughs> these aren't actually good. Okay, good. 
but mm-hmm. if it looks like it's a fairly independent review and you know just not a photoshopped picture of the smartphone app controlling the uh the lights let's see mm-hmm. what this actually looks like on video yeah i think there's a search thing that could work would be just if you could sort by age of the content creator yeah you know i think a lot of old a lot of real old guys are pretty good oh yeah how do i fix my faucet this guy's got the exact yep. same brand faucet and yep. he's opening it up yeah it's gonna be 80 minutes <laughs> yeah you gotta very cheerful but at least he's mm-hmm. not hey guys what's up it's it's old man plumber here hit that like and subscribe mm-hmm. button <laughs> yeah how-to videos are very useful i don't give that's a- like Crap if you Bob Brad, the two most famous physiotherapists on yeah. the internet. <laughs> They're old dudes that just have the best YouTube channel ever. I'm just lonely. <laughs> Hit me up in the comment section for reals. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if you watch this thing or click on the next. Just talk to me. I mentioned Christmas lights there. Okay. Our street is on the Twinkle Tour. The official map has yet to be released. But that didn't stop the neighbors, you know, like, oh, frick, you guys. Thousands of dollars are being spent. Christmas light tour? Yeah, instead of the Santa Claus parade, what can families do that's safe? Well, they stay in their own car and drive around. Uh, Well, so the Knights of Columbus were in charge of the... uh, Santa Claus parade and they sort of handed mm-hmm. it over to a, a group of uh, people who wanted to take over. Um, Wait, Carter, 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 stop. Yeah. It's an old town tradition and this year things are a little different and they hire their rights off to a a young girl who's back for the holidays just for two weeks. <laughs> Organize the Twinkle Tour in her hometown because Christmas is her favorite holiday. And she just runs into Brad, who just lost his wife, but has two adorable kids. (laughs) Their local business has really been suffering lately. Um, But they love Christmas, too. Their family owns a Christmas tree lot. (laughs) Just sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. It just sounds like a Hallmark. (laughs) Whoever's in charge of that is living in a Hallmark movie, and they they might not even know it. Like, they, you should actually check out who's doing it, because they could be in a Hallmark movie. Could be. You know, one of them lives on my street, and they're still married, but uh, maybe I should warn him that his, <laughs> maybe he should I go to get that checkup. Because <laughs> December, they're single, yes. so. Sir, you, I don't know why. I know you're in fantastic shape, but and you own a gym, but... Um, Please go to the doctor and get a physical because you may be dying before the Christmas season is done. Your wife's going to need a couple days to grieve and then she's got to get ready for Brad. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And you so, go to the so you Christmas just tree. Yeah. So you have to scout their kids out, look for the hotties. <laughs> yeah. So we're on the Twinkle Tour and, and thousands of dollars have been spent. My, um, my house looked pretty good last year, but penguin blow up isn't blowing up this year. The strands on the the top aren't working anymore, and no one's going up there with the ladder. 
because you fall off and need to get airlifted to Winnipeg. Winnipeg Hospital is full. So, the road. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got some gimmicks of, you know, I've got my projector, borrowing my parents' projector, borrowing some, some blow-ups. You know, stores are closed. These are non-essential exactly. items, people. So I got to, uh-huh. it's stressful, let me tell you. And then I was like, well, at least the neighbors across the street haven't done anything. And then they did today. <laughs> so everyone is just. If it's just not working, you gotta, yeah, you've got to back out all the way. Oh, go religious. Be all in. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I'm there. I'm not. I'm in the bottom, like of the seven, seven people on the street. There's, there's two outstanding, ridiculous uh, ones. Then there's one that's really good. And then, yeah, I'm in the bottom, bringing up the rear, I think. Not the embarrassing, bottom half but the worst. Uh, I'm getting pretty low. I might be second worst, I think, to be honest. No, maybe oh. third worst. But I just need to sign saying I have a new board at home. <laughs> I'm scared of ladders. And the stores are closed. I want to <laughs> see. Go, a... oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, make all those signs and put them on your yard. I have a new point and I'm scared of ladders and the stores are closed. Carter, I would pay to see that. That would be my own personal twinkle tour. Janelle's like, maybe I'll go out there with candy canes and give it to passerby cars. I was like, no, then they'll actually, instead of thinking it's our house, they'll know it's our house. to bring back a classic segment yeah jamaica news man <laughs> oh no power outage set for sections of saint andrew on monday oh so they're doing like a planned schedule power outage to share the air conditioning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay what 89 else 89 cases of coronavirus 89 89 and finally bob marley <laughs> Still dead. Oh, God, it's so bad, Carter. <laughs> but all serious. People are going to, like, really think badly of you. <laughs> but they don't get the, oh, the 300 episode ago joke. Yeah, episode three, I started that gag. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. But seriously, Jamaica... A lot of violent crime there. The top story, bullet-riddled bodies of three men found in St. Anne. And it's all like a <laughs> vendor gunned down in front of children at Coronation. It's just <laughs> violent, violent, violence. Man's bullet-riddled body found in car in Westerland. They had two Corona deaths. So you, you, have a, you have a much better chance of being found bullet-ridden. According to this news article, this news site, then uh, die of the virus. So you got a better chance of getting shot dead in front of your children. They probably got a shortage of bullets in Jamaica. They can't bring them in. I know it's not like man shot or man stabbed. It's always bullet ridden, like out of a mafia movie. Hundreds in this in this vendor. They just he's not even recognizable. <laughs> Just shooting the hell out of people down here. 